Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Total Information AM. I'm Megan Lynch. The St. Louis Arch using a new method to more accurately track visitors to the National Park. We were talking about it last week. With the help of a geospatial technology called geofencing, leaders discovered a lot more people are visiting the site than they actually thought. Joining us in studio to tell us how it all works is Patrick Reming. He is Assistant Director of Marketing for Explore St. Louis. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me, Megan. So, Explain to our listeners what geofencing is and what it measures. Sure. A geofence is basically a virtual perimeter around a real-world geographic area. And then it measures the movement of cell phones, other location-enabled devices in and out of that area. So how accurate is it? Um, it can be very accurate, um, generally within about 50 meters. Does it use then the cell towers or how does, you know, what's what's it tracking from? Yeah, it's using the cell towers. It's using any wireless connection you have. Um, yeah, it, any, anything that's interfacing with your phone, basically, it's using. How long has this technology been in use here in St. Louis for these tourist applications? Sure, for these tourist applications, probably two or three years. I think the technology has been going on much longer than in retail settings and things like that. So beyond the arch... Where are you seeing this used in the area? Sure. Um, at Explore St. Louis ourselves, we use it. We have geofenced all the hotels in St. Louis City and County. And we then look at those visitors and where they're coming from and use that information to better target our advertising to bring more visitors and to spend money in the community. Okay. So a lot of people are saying, how do they know where I'm coming from? Well, again, um, we've geofenced those hotels. And then when your cell phone enters that area, um, it pings it. And basically, they know where you sleep at night based on the resting area of your cell phone. They know at night it sits there for 10 or 12 hours at a time, and then they know that's your home location. And so then they know when you move. Now, a lot of folks probably are listening thinking, okay, you know, what what else do they know about me based on my cell phone data? Generally, um, we don't know who you are. The data is anonymized by big data companies and things like that. Um, we only get down to a zip code level as far as when we know a visitor stays in a hotel. We know they're from Chicago. In this zip code, we don't know what street they live on. We don't know their name or any of their personal information. Is it being used to communicate back with people? It is not. In our case, it's not. In the Arches cases, it's not. Um, it can be. Retailers, many times, if you have an app that uh, you have signed into and you get loyalty points and rewards and stuff like that, they could then use it to communicate to you maybe when you walk through the front door of their store or something like that. So for the purposes of Explore St. Louis, explain how this is valuable to what you're doing. 
Absolutely. It allows us to uh, much more narrowly target our advertising. Chicago is a very big market. It's a very expensive market. We don't want to buy traditional broadcast TV there. We can look at the zip codes where people are showing up in our hotels and then buy OTT type TV streaming services and things like that and target only those zip codes where we're seeing people show up in our hotels. So give us a sense of, let's say you've used Chicago as the example. Can you tell from the geofencing that's been done other places um, where people are coming from to St. Louis? Yes. Yeah. Basically, we we receive the, the resting location of their phone, so what their home location is. Um, so in our case, we're not getting individual stays. We're getting aggregated reports for all the hotels in the area and saying there's people coming from Chicago, there's people coming from Kansas City, things of that nature. So it, Chicago, Kansas City, um, I, and I don't know if we, we prepped you for this, but are there some other areas that you would you would say, yes, these are these are big target markets for us based on using this geofencing? Yeah, absolutely. Indianapolis, Louisville, some of the smaller markets in Missouri, Columbia, Cape Girardeau, things like that. That's where we see a lot of visitors coming into St. Louis from. When it comes to, uh, you know, you mentioned the savings on advertising. I can't imagine that Using this technology is necessarily cheap, so does it balance out what it costs to use this for what you're saving on being able to target those marketing dollars? It certainly does. There's a lot of different ways you can use this technology. You can go very deep. We're kind of scratching the surface in aggregating the data at a, at a very high level. Um, you can go much deeper, but it does get much more expensive to do so. What do you feel like, um, you know, beyond that that advertising piece of it. What do you feel like Explore St. Louis has learned from using this the last couple of years? Um, I think we've gotten a better idea of who our visitors are. I think we've learned that um, we see a lot of Midwestern travelers. I think we've seen a few surprises with some of the uh, larger markets that may show up that we traditionally haven't advertised in or expected a lot of visitors to come from. And, and it seems, it sounds like um, a lot of the locations that people are traveling from, like maybe a, a four or five hour drive at most, that they're coming to St. Louis from. That's fairly typical. We see a lot of our leisure visitors that come in from that five or so hour radius, yes. What do you see down the road for this? Oh, that's kind of scary. I'm not exactly sure where it's going to go. You know, for, from our perspective, you know, we're, we're going to keep using that high level aggregated data. Um, you know, I, I think... Retailers and people like that are going to keep trying to deliver a more personalized service to their users who are engaging with their apps and their tools and things like that through the service. We mentioned the Arch to start off with, that this has enabled them to get a much more accurate picture of just the sheer numbers of people that may be visiting their location. Tell us a little bit more about that and and why that's so valuable for a big attraction like that. Yeah, I think for the Arch in particular, um, you know, they're able to count the people coming through their security checkpoints or buying tickets to the river boats and things like that, but they weren't able to get a, a handle on the number of people using the Arch grounds and things like that. Um, so it gives them a fuller picture of the number of visitors that are truly coming to the destination. So when it comes to tourism, then it, it allows you to track more than just people going through the turnstiles. Exactly. Exactly. In, in, in the past, you know, if there wasn't a turnstile or a gate, there was no way really to count people. And this gives people an opportunity to do that. Is there a way to use this, for example, to say how many people are visiting our downtown area, for example, versus like Midtown or, or other parts of the region? I mean, you yes, you can um, slice and dice the data a little bit. We have our setup, basically, we have the area broken into three or four macro regions that we can look at data within. Um, again, it's how deep you go, 
the, the money you want to spend to use the technology, you could go much narrower than that. Well, thank you so much. Um, I've learned so much, and I really appreciate you taking the time. Well, thank you so much ex- for having me. Yeah, explain what you do. So this is Patrick Greming. He's Assistant Director of Marketing for Explore St. Louis, joining us this morning on Total Information AM. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 